reclaim this planet in the name of the Earth. Greeting, Earthlings. We have now taken over your radio. Hello and welcome to a podcast to be named later. I'm Wes Goldberg. With me as always, it's Chris Barnwall. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. How about you? I'm doing fantastic. Just sitting here trying to contemplate what uh, I want you to call me, what my nickname's going to be. Um, That's how that works, right? Let's call you Wes Silverberg. Wes Silverberg. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought about that because your name's Wes Goldberg. And, I, see what, uh, I, I see how you got there. Yeah. You don't have to explain. I mean, that. you you play Pokemon, right? Yeah, yeah. Pokemon Gold and Silver. I had the Silver version, so it makes sense. That's even better. Did you ever play the remakes? Yeah. The remakes are probably of Gold and Silver are probably like the best Pokemon games ever made. I don't like that opinion. What? I don't like that opinion. What? What is your opinion then? I I I'm fond of the original blue version. I mean that's. It's so broken, though. Of course, but it's like I don't know. It's... I I could probably spend the an entire thirty minutes of this podcast explaining was, all the ways you can break the original game. Was the remade Silver and Gold the one where you can go back to the Kanto region or whatever? And you could do that in the original Gold and Silver too, and okay. you could do that in the remakes as well. So why do you say that the remakes are better? Because. In Gen 4, I'm, I'm about to nerd out here. Let's do it. Deep dive, uh, Pokemon. That's what the people <laughs> tune in for. <laughs> I swear, uh, I can relate to the basketball somehow. <laughs> people fast forward about three minutes. <laughs> get past the so, talk. In Gen 4, uh, there's a physical special split where, you know how like you'd use moves like Hyper Beam and it'd be kind of like a physical move and you like, how does that make any sense? Right. Now, then they like started, they had like, those then became like special moves. So like Gyarados all of a sudden had like Waterfall and it was like the best move ever because Waterfall is also a physical move instead of a special move. And the graphics were awesome. Mm-hmm. And you could have Pokemon following you around, which was just really super cool. Mm-hmm. And it just, it felt like a more complete game. Like in the original one, which I love the original one, I played the heck out of beating it like multiple times. You play like... You could tell they were like stretching as much of like the cartridge as they could. In this one, they didn't just like remake a game; they added stuff in. Like mm-hmm. it's just so great. I love it. I might have to go back and play it. You do, yeah. You know, it's a special move. Hassan Whiteside's blocking and putting stick up on your stick them on your hands. That's a <laughs> special better. move. <laughs> do you think Hassan Whiteside used to stick them? Hassan Whiteside doesn't need stick them. His hands like the size of closet doors. Doesn't Dwight Howard have big hands, though? He does, but that's the thing. Like, I don't even know what Stick'em... Like, I understand, like, blocking. Like, see, Hassan Whiteside I could get using Stick'em. Like, just, like, hypothetically, right? Because when he blocks shots, he almost just grabs them out of the air. He doesn't just swat them out of bounds. And he help, it helps to keep them in bounds. But Dwight doesn't really do that, and so maybe that's he why... He tries to swat it into, like, the fifth row. So maybe that's why he's using Stick'em? I don't... I just don't know, like... To hold the ball in the post so it doesn't get stripped away from you to limit turnovers, I get that, but to help on rebounds, maybe. Yeah, maybe to help on rebounds, but it just seems like the point of basketball is to release the ball and do things that way, like passing and shooting. It just seems weird. Like you can't like just wipe stick them off. 
You know what I mean? I loved Paul Millsap's reaction. Like, oh, Jesus! Like, the hell is this? He's <laughs> <laughs> like the, the last see, thing he was expecting. And here's another thing. Like, for one, a lot of people are like, so how long has he been using this? I'm pretty sure this is something he just started using in Houston. I am like, I don't trust Houston at all. I think they're one of those teams that like cheats as much as they can to win. So, it's all James Harden's idea. So, um, I think there. So there's this clip that's being kind of making the rounds on Twitter, uh, like two years ago or something against the Heat. Dwight Howard shot a free throw, a like in quotes shot a free throw, and when he went to release the ball, the ball just stuck to his hand. The ball that's literally didn't move. Is it? Yeah, that's a Photoshop. That's why I'm wondering why I didn't remember that. <laughs> it was funny. It was really funny when people were like retweeting. It's like, oh man, I, I forgot about this. I'm like, yeah, because it didn't happen. Busted. Like you can see at the end, you can see the video. Like if you look towards where the ref is, you see the ball bounce to him. Apparently he airballed the shot. Oh. Uh, yeah. See, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I got tricked by fake Woj. <laughs> Damn it. Well, I'm... I, if I had known, I would have told you before we started, if I knew that. So, that. We, already in this podcast, we've jammed in Pokemon Gen 4 talk, remakes of video games, and being completely wrong about vines that are on Twitter. Trusting whatever I read on the internet. So, this is a good start so far. <laughs> the internet never lies. Now, apparently it does. News to me. Uh, anyway, stick them. I don't... It's very. I, my favorite thing about the whole thing was JB Bickerstaff just being like, "What can of stickum?" And just well, like, see, that's why I'm pretty sure. Like, he obviously knew about it. How do you just leave it there? Like, what was that? What was even the process there? Like, hey, Dwight, here's your stickum can. Oh yeah, thanks, Coach. Spray, spray. How has no one noticed this before? If like, right, if he's doing it right by the scores table. Is the guy at the scores table's like, that's cool, that's normal. No, I want to know. Like, if it's true that like. He's been using this for like forever. Like he, yeah. like he said, how has no one ever noticed this before? Like stickum isn't exactly like you know like not sticky. The ball's gonna be sticky. Yeah, he might have the, just used an exorbitant amount. It's like when they tell you just use a quarter size of the shampoo, but like all of the shampoo floods out, and you're like, I have a lot of shampoo now. I feel like that's what happened with the stickum. He's just like, oh crap, I used a lot of stickum. That was way too much. I wasn't paying attention, and then they got all over the ball, and then Paul Millsap's like. WTF, dude? Why is the ball sticky? Well, he didn't spray it on the ball. He's pretty. Oh, I guess yeah. On he his was hand, trying to... you know what I mean. And then it just, you know. So I don't know. I think it's hilarious. The other thing that's great about it is that it, it happened to Dwight Howard, and everybody's just like, "Oh my god, again, Dwight! Like you did of something course. this dumb." But if it would have happened to LeBron or Kevin Durant or somebody like we wouldn't have expected that from, it would have been like the Flategate 2.0. But this is just like, oh, Dwight, like. Come on, dude. It's how does Dwight like? He literally always ends up in these situations. Always, always. It's just like, bro, just like play normal basketball. Are you a good liar? Am I? Are you a good liar? Like, are you good at breaking rules and stuff? I think I am, but I get caught a lot. So who knows? No, see, I'm terrible at it. Like, I'm. I always get caught whenever I try. Like, I get in trouble. Like, right. Anything like that happens, <laughs> happens to me. So I think Dwight Howard's like that. I think like oh, he's a bad liar. Yeah, he's a bad liar, and he tries to cheat. And when he doesn't, when he does, he he gets caught. Has he been accused of cheating before? I don't know, but it just seems like he's just kind of a, a goofball. I just like I don't I don't think there's a, a follow through thought process with Dwight Howard. It's just like this is what I want to do right now. 
I'm going to do this right now. There is not really that next thought process for him. Or maybe there is and he just disregards it. But I'm not like I'm not trying to call him dumb. I'm just saying like I just feel like he's very like there's a word that I'm looking for, but he he's just impulsive almost. Like he just wants to he just does whatever he wants to do. He thinks it's a good idea and he'll do it. Do you not I, like but he's the fact that he says like, Oh, I do this all the time was even better. I feel like he was just like, selling out the Rockets. Like <laughs> I think he's so sick of Houston, he was like, Yeah, I'm gonna sell out everything. I you think like you think he's just like screw Houston? I'm just gonna like do whatever I want. Like, why not you stick them? Exactly. I don't. Know, I just I feel like it. I just, I love that he's like I don't understand what the problem is. I use this all the time. <laughs> like that's totally. your problem. That's even a bigger problem, Dwight. <laughs> that just make making it better. worse. <laughs> I I don't understand. It's like if a kid got grounded. It's like I don't understand. I draw on the walls all the time. Why is this a problem? Anyway. I, I, I mean, you can't do the... No one's ever told me this is wrong before. Like, stick them. No, that, that's very obviously not something you do. I'm sure in the rule book it doesn't say, like, don't use stick them. But it's... It's probably I, no foreign substances. Yeah, like something like that, right? Where it's like, you know, don't be an idiot. You can't do that. So... Anyway, you know what we haven't called Dwight Howard in a long time? Not ironically. Uh, Superman. Good at basketball? I don't good know. Good about Superman. We haven't called him Superman in a very long time. It's not his nickname. Oh, yeah. He lost it. So, and you know why he lost it? Because we stripped it away from him. Which leads us to our next Did topic. we or did Shaq? Because Shaq's all... like obsessed with like Dwight. Shaq is us now. He's not in the league. He counts as us. <laughs> Alright. Non-Dwight non Howard's is all of... All of us are non-Dwight Howards. Um, yeah, nicknames. Let's talk about nicknames, because apparently Hassan Whiteside, who we just kind of sort of talked about, tried to give himself a nickname. Agent, Agent Block. Agent Block. Lousy freaking nickname. Your thoughts? Agent Block. <laughs> My brain, like, the, at the thought of it, it just, it, it stops. It just, like, farts, right? Like, you're just, yeah. like, dud. It's like Agent why Block. Agent Block. Period. Like, is he, is he an is he a, like a secret agent? I don't. Maybe a secret agent. Maybe a. I don't know. Like a communications agent. Maybe a sports agent. Oh, another thing. Everyone kind of like had an issue with like him trying to pick a nickname. Let's let's just stop with this. Players can pick their own nickname if they so want. So that's what the real that's what I want to talk about. You think players can choose their own nickname? I think if they try to pick a nickname and everyone sticks with it, then yay, they pick they got a good nickname. I don't think it matters. Like it's cool when they come naturally, but you know what? Like we really have a good natural nickname come out just come out naturally these days. Like LeBron came into the NBA calling himself, himself the king and everyone was cool with it. Yeah, the media got on that one right away. Right, so like, if you like the nickname, it sticks. But because Agent Block is terrible, that's why so, everyone has an issue with it. It's not about who picks the nickname. It's about bad nicknames and good nicknames. Exactly. Hmm. Like you need a, If you're going to pick your own nickname, it better be a good one. Right. Otherwise... Like if, like if Kevin Durant would have had picked Slim Reaper, we'd have been like, dope nickname. I, I personally did not like I personally thought Slim Reaper was terrible. Disagree. 
<laughs> I, I, I liked Durantula. Durantula was great. Durantula's good. Durantula fits. It's kind of like Black Mamba in the way that it's an animal. I kind of like that. I like animal-related nicknames. Like, if a player reminds you of an animal, and then we kind of play on that word, I like that. I'm a big fan of that. That's why I like Blocktopus for Hassan Whiteside. Oh, I thought that was awful. I like Blocktopus. I am on board. That one just, it doesn't come off right. Like, you try and say it, and you like, your tongue you gets tied up. You st- and you start laughing. I, yeah. I like the Block Mamba for, for Hassan. But we don't re- I'm tired of Mamba nicknames. I understand that. So, so you have Black Mamba with Kobe, and then, which is great. But he made that up too, right? Um, yeah, he did. So that's a good so, one again. He chose a good nickname, like the Servant Durant. Awful. That was terrible. Like, which is why that didn't catch on. It because it's crap. And or one of Dwayne Wade's many freaking nicknames that he's trying to give himself over the years. Father Prime is good. I'm on board with Father Prime. Um. Uh, what was it? What was it? Three. Three was awful. <laughs> God awful. Like, yep, yeah, that's your number. Nailed it. <laughs> Although he may have, been, he might have been intoxicated at the time. So, Dwayne Wade doesn't drink. Um, <laughs> Never. He doesn't drink. Dude, just a champagne. Well, that's like champ, cha- championship pan- champagne. He drinks. Are you? Are, wait, are you being real right now? Does yeah. he really not drink? He doesn't drink. Like, I'm sure he has drank, but he doesn't drink. He doesn't avidly drink, no. He yeah, because like I was going to say, there's a picture of him with uh, LeBron and Carmelo and Chris Paul with, drinking with wine. wine. Yeah, so he doesn't like... Which is an incredible picture, by the way. Great picture. Apparently, and that's that's the brotherhood right there. We'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, he doesn't like... He doesn't, he doesn't J.R. Smith it up, is what I'm trying to say. Like, he just... He'll, like, drink casually. He has his own wine, but he doesn't really drink, no. Who has good nicknames? Uh, well, we talked about Black Mamba. Um, have we just Sauce Castillo. <laughs> I love Sauce Castillo. He is, prob- is he the only player in the league whose nickname is higher in quality than his play on um, the court? Isn't Channing Fry Buffet of Goodness? Is that a nickname for him? Uh, if you go to his basketball All right, here we go. reference page, it should be his nickname. Buffet, yep, of, buffet goodness. of goodness. That's a good one. That's a good one. But Channing Fry's a good player. Yeah, he did used to be really good. That's, so that's that's equal. Like not counting players that were really good and now not are are not great because they're older or whatever. But like Sas Castillo just came in the league with a bad. Well, didn't come in the league with a badass nickname, but event, like quickly got a really badass nickname, and he's on the 76ers now or something. Like uh, he's on Cleveland. He's on Cleveland. Oh wait, uh, Stauskas or Fry? Stauskas. Stauskas, oh, Stauskas, yeah, he's yeah, on the 76ers. So, yeah, that sucks for him. Um, other good nicknames. Uh, the Brow, great nickname. Yeah, I like, I like The Brow, which it, it fits Anthony Davis, and he kind of it's, embraces it. It's right. It's good that he embraces it. My question is, eventually, when he shaves the unibrow, because it's going to happen. It's I never gu- going to happen. I guarantee you it happens. It will never happen. He's going to turn 30, and it's like, I need to be an adult. <laughs> and shave It will the never happen. Um, the beard, I li- the beard is solid. I like the insanity nicknames, Vinsanity and Linsanity. Oh, great! Yeah, I love those. Although I also loved Super Nintendo. I'm really sad that one didn't catch on. Yeah, I think it was a racist thing. Really? I think people didn't. I think with you know, remember the whole ESPN 
chink in the armor headline? No. So ESPN. Oh wait, yeah, I do. And then the guy got fired. I think like people like immediately like backed off any race related things with Jeremy Lin, and I think that's why Super Nintendo, because you know Asian Nintendo. Yeah, because Nintendo is a it. Japanese developer and all that. Right. I think people immediately like backed away from it. That was, was so, that was just he, the way I read he, it. He even it's, liked it because gr- he grew up playing it. Well, yeah, because he's a normal twenty year old person. Like it's. I would love to have my nickname after the Super Nintendo. That would be amazing, except I'm, I'm just Wes Silverberg instead. Sucks. <laughs> but I'm named after a Pokemon wow, game. Wow, thanks. I just gave that to you. <laughs> I thought so hard about it. Yeah, I don't really... I don't know other great nicknames. Uh, Russell Westbrook's never got one that caught on. We just call him Russ. Well, see, a lot of these guys, they have good... like. I feel like you have to have a good, unique name to be an NBA player. <laughs> that's another thing. Well, like, you so know, I feel like I feel like that's a part of a requirement. So we don't want, so we don't give people nicknames now because, well, their names are by themselves are great. Like George Gervin was Iceman. That's like that's a, we still have some great nicknames. Yeah, uh, but like back then, also, like you can't call somebody Iceman now because be like, that's not that's not you. That's George Gervin. Um, the Big O. Right, the Big O. Like I, it must have been. It's like. I sometimes like I'll hear like really new interesting music, and I'll be like, "How did you make that? Like, I like how could you make more good interesting music? Like all of all the music that's already been made, how can you make something sound different?" That's almost where we're at with nicknames. I feel like right now, like we're at a golden age of basketball and like the dark ages of basketball nicknames. Like we we just abbreviate like we just call basketball players what we call our friends, like just shorten their names. Like we just call Stephen Curry Steph. Like that's your nickname, Steph. I kind of, I kind of don't like that personally. I feel like it's a, I feel like it's a two K effect. Like, I don't like that everyone's kind of like calling people by their first name now. Well, no, I don't like it either, and especially if that's what we're our lame excuse for a nickname. I mean, well, so for, I, Curry, for Curry, everyone calls him Steph because no one has ever called him Stephen. Right. But we don't really call him Curry either. We just call him Steph. And then I don't know. I just like you talked about it. Uh, you don't have a problem with players giving themselves nicknames as long as as long good, as it's good. As long as they're good nicknames. Even my my argument for people that say like no players can't give themselves nicknames. I'm like okay when we start coming up with great nicknames on Twitter, we could start saying that. But we come up with really awful nicknames. Like we what was the last nickname that we all came up with that really stuck? So the last nickname that I, like everyone organically came up with or like yeah. that just came out organically. Yeah. Sauce Castillo. And that was because of a that was because of a closed cash, captioning snafu. Yeah, exactly. And like so I, I can't like, ever think of like a player did something cool and everyone was just like, Oh yeah, that was awesome and then like they started calling them that, that based on like the nickname. Oh wait, Cardiac Kemba. Oh, that's a good one. That one's been starting that one's been getting some ground lately and I love Wait, it. I think it's a great one. I don't, we'll wait and see if that really catches on like like mainstream cuz it's not mainstream yet. It's like NBA people know it. I feel like it's going to catch it's starting to catch on. Like I've seen I, I think does. I saw uh, someone at ESPN like use it. I hope so cuz that would be a good one. Um yeah. So nicknames. Drew's still out. I think I think it's fair to say anybody who comes up with a good one is allowed to come up with a good one. I don't know how we came up with nicknames back in the day. 
I always feel like it's almost like the agency trying to push stuff and leak stuff. Like you almost leak a good nickname and just hope it catches on. Because like nick nicknames now are just like it's part of your branding, which is why like Dwayne Wade never wanted to go with Flash because you can't brand yourself as Flash, right? Because that's a trademark. Is that really the only reason? Because I always liked Flash. Flash is an cool amazing thing. nickname. It's 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 so good that that's the only reason I I can think of Dwayne Wade just trying to run away from it is because you can't brand Flash. That so must I, be it, because I really did like the Flash nickname. Like, he was quick, like Flash. Well, even the Heat's Twitter account still, like, will put, like, a lightning bolt for every time Dwayne Wade does a highlight, and they and they tweet it out. It, so, but yeah, I mean, you can't, you just can't brand it. So I feel like a nickname is is more important for the player for branding purposes. Like, James Harden's beard. Like, that's, his, his beard is also his nickname, and it's his <laughs> brand. Like, that's everything. The brow. It's his brand. Like, he literally has... He he owns the trademark or the copyright for the brow. So, like, it's all a branding thing. That makes sense. Yeah, I, I can get behind that. So I think I think a lot of these nicknames, like, I don't know how George Gervin came up with Iceman. I don't know how a lot of these players came up with their nicknames. Like, how did how did we end up I feel in... like some of them, uh, some players, it was an effect of, like, they got those names from playing streetball, and then they entered the NBA, and they just kind of carried them with well, it. Well, these players must have nicknames in AAU, no? Well, that uh, might be interesting. Uh, well, see, might... that's the thing. I wonder if like everyone just kind of goes by their first name now. Because they want to get recruited and scouted. Like, they don't want any mix-up. It's possible. So we're just, like, getting rid of that whole, like, growing up with this nickname. Like, how do we come up with Mailman? Oh, I w- that was a good one, too. That's a great one. How did we come up with that? Like, I want to know where these came from. Or maybe it was, like, because you don't really think Carmelone is a branding person. Like, <laughs> Hell couple... no. He's been in, like, two commercials I've ever seen, I think. Um, I don't know. I don't know. So it's interesting. We gotta get to the bottom of this. This needs a a, a think piece, or like a <laughs> or a heavily researched piece. You All hear right. that, Howard Beck? Get on it. Nice transition, Chris. Speaking <laughs> of Howard Beck, his Bleacher Report story has been huge, all about the brotherhood, about LeBron James, Carmelo Anthony, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Paul, and that relationship. So this this one quote from LeBron's been making the rounds the, around the blogosphere and Twitter sphere about how LeBron would apparently take a pay cut to play with his homies, which is fine. Like that's the quote. Um, apparently he said this weeks ago, which people are saying makes it more okay. It's not like this happened years ago. It happened like eight weeks ago or whatever. So it happened still, before the All Star break, which but still during the season, which is kind of weird. But I'm not like. Uh, do we need to attack him for the quote? Like it seems kind of silly at this point. It just it there's seems, no reason to attack him like at all. It but... just seems worse that that story came out with the quote in it right now. Like while the yeah. Cavs kind of suck, while they're having like all this drama, right? Which apparently uh, they're about to lose to the Nets. Whoa, 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 whoa! I don't Hold know. Like, everyone on Twitter is kind of freaking out about this right now. We're recording this while they're playing the Nets. Oh wow! The Nets are up 103 to 92 with 20 seconds left. <laughs> so let's just report it right now. Tyron Lue is fired. Uh... <laughs> oh my God. What the heck? LeBron has 30 points right now. Okay. People How do you lose with LeBron, LeBron having 30 backwards. points? So LeBron, brotherhood, buddy. Let's get your brotherhood in Cleveland, except for Dwayne Wade. He stays in Miami. Maybe then you guys will break the Nets. Um, 
But yeah, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm getting a little tired of LeBron. Just the whole shtick is is just enough. I'm I here's the, this is the least fun LeBron team ever. Mm-hmm. It, his first Cleveland stint, he dunked on everyone, and he was dancing, and it was it was like a party. In Miami, the villain stuff was annoying, but he was all right. And then like. When he just kind of accepted, like, and enjoyed the ride, like, they became fun to watch. He became fun to, like, have comments from. They had fun moments, like that time where he tackled the fan because they uh, hit the half-court shot. Last year in Cleveland, he was all right. He had some fun moments here and there. And then this season, he's just a grouch. Like, he's constantly annoyed. The Cavs don't play great, which that's part of why he's annoyed, I guess. He's, like, always talking about how, like, they need this desperation while being a really crummy leader at the same time with, like, well, doing stuff like is, unfollowing the Cavs on Twitter the for Cavs some stupid and reason. And then, like, unplugging himself from the DJ, from being the team DJ before the locker room and, like, you know, players, like, coming up to him and being, and this is a report on Cleveland.com, like, apparently, like, LeBron used to be the DJ in the locker room in pregame situations and... And he was always playing, like, good music. And, like, players always looked forward to, like, what LeBron was going to play before the game. And then just one day just, like, put his headphones on and just played it to himself. And everybody was just like, yo, what's up, LeBron? And, you know, a few players, like, Channing Fry apparently went up to him and said, like, hey, what are you playing? Like, and LeBron just, like, told him what he was playing. And then and then Channing Fry asked if he can listen to it. And LeBron just waved him off. was like, nah. It's like, that's that that's weird. And then... So I understand, like, and some people are saying, okay, maybe he's just taking a step back. He's trying to be serious, right? He's okay. been serious all year, and but it's even, been the worst, corniest thing in the world. And even if that were, if even if that were so, then you see him at halftime laughing and joking around with Dwayne Wade instead of being in shoot around with the Cavs. I was on board for this because I'm a Heat fan, and then he destroyed the Cavaliers. I'm on board, but it's just weird. Like if it's if you're trying to like withdraw from the games and the and the you know all that the fluff and you just want to be about basketball that's fine i'm okay with that but then to go and be joking around and fraternizing with Dwayne wade like your buddy like during halftime instead of going through shoot around at halftime that those are mixed messages and i just feel like the like calves are getting a lot of mixed messages and then the day after he unfollows the calves on twitter an article comes out on cleveland.com not trying to bash cleveland.com just give them shouts out like they do a really good job reporting it but about like how he just kind of does this and will like trim his Twitter following and and do and do all this in 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 preparation for the playoffs just to get rid of some of the noise and then that day tweets that he's thinking about joining Snapchat <laughs> and I'm like where is this guy like what is his like what are his motives and then people ask him about it like dude what are you doing. He just like says next question and then walks away from a press conference. It's just weird. Like if you're, I, it's not that the way he treats the media or whatever. Like that's annoying to me because like I'm a journalism major and I like still take pride in that. But just like if you're at a player in that locker room, like how do you even read this dude? I'm just like you're looking at it from like that standpoint. I'm just looking at it from the standpoint of like the Cavs aren't fun, and I hate when the cat. I hate when LeBron's not fun. Yeah, like one of the worst things he did this season was when he made them stand there like in pre like remember when uh the Cavs were out like during the pregame stuff like standing in their positions waiting for tip off while like the cheerleaders were all dancing around them that was the dumbest thing I think I've ever seen. It's all been dumb. 
It's been ridiculous. Like, the funniest thing he's done all year was what he posted today was the when he was eating banana, <laughs> and uh, he was like, and like he was making fun of the media constantly, which honestly we are doing this a lot with him. Yeah, uh, he's making fun of like the media nitpicking his every move. He goes, "Why are you eating a Why are you eating a banana, LeBron? You gonna slip on out of Cleveland?" <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. And it was lighthearted. And it's good that he's trying to make light of it. I don't know. I just feel like he's not making it easy. Like, for a reporter, how do you not ask him about unfollowing the Cavs Twitter account? Like, somebody's got to ask that question. I think it's a legitimate question. I uh, I personally think this is the dumb, one of the dumbest things we've ever had to, like, talk about, personally. So I thought... That we, I... we know that, we, like... Imagine explaining this to someone in like nineteen in like two thousand. Yeah, so uh Kobe like he had this like thing where like he could follow what the Lakers were saying PR wise, and then he didn't follow it anymore. Like <laughs> Okay. And <laughs> like I, I just, we know we knew this guy unfollowed the cats on Twitter like almost immediately. I just feel like it's such a weird thing to do. Like, I want to know it, why. It is, but it's just, it's really dumb, like, it and it's takes, kind of funny. It takes effort. Like, you literally have to go into your Twitter account and be looking at the people you follow and be like, you know what, Cavs? Nah. Like, that's such a weird thing. Like, what was the reason behind it? I don't know. I think it's weird. It's stupid, yes, but it's also strange. And given, like, the circumstance of the season, like, I, I mean, think I think it it's worth point. It warrants a question. And yeah, it's worth talking about and like asking about, but it's just you have to admit it's really dumb, right? But I think that's more a reflection on LeBron and the Cavaliers and how dumb this whole season's been. Like it's the whole like social media has been, like usually social media can help a brand and help a team sometimes and and whatever, but it's been like the enemy to the Cavs. Like earlier this season, like Kevin Love wasn't in an Instagram pic. And, like, <laughs> all hell broke loose. And then he photoshopped himself on it and, like, was not in a lot of post-game Instagram pictures with LeBron. It's like, yo, is this guy, like, not talking to Kevin? Like, that's weird. Like, everybody else is in this picture. Tristan Thompson is in this picture. Why is Kevin Love not in this picture? And then Kevin Love photoshopped his head on one of the guys. And then everybody was like, oh, whoa, Kevin's firing back now. It's that like, was really funny. It was hilarious. And you got, like, and and after watching that State Farm commercial with Kevin, dropping dimes, dropping dimes. Like, we know he's got a sense of humor, but I don't know. It's just, like, they. how does how does a whole team and organization consistently use social media wrong? Because you're Cleveland. Because you're Cleveland. <laughs> I just... I feel bad. I feel bad for the other fans a, a little, but just... I'm just so tired of it. <laughs> it... The thing, the other thing is, if what's it, funny, and what's funny is, I remember saying before the like midway before they fired David Blatt, I remember I was talking to a Cavs fan. I was saying like, you know, the Cavs are boring, and yeah. like you'll yeah because they're winning all the games they're supposed to do, even though they've had like Kyrie injury, they've had Kyrie out with injury and stuff, and they're not really getting a lot of drama. They're not that fun to watch, but it's whatever because like they're not, they're just not a very entertaining story with the Warriors going on. And then they fired Blatt, and everything was wrong. <laughs> They were way better off with Blatt there, almost. Like you had like the little scuffles and stuff with between LeBron and Blatt and those and the stories here and there. But I don't know. It's 
it would be one thing if they were winning and bad at social media. Like we would if they were winning, if they were like the Warriors right now or the Spurs and just like consistently winning and just playing consistent, then it doesn't matter if Kevin Love's not in that picture or it doesn't matter if LeBron unfollows the Cavs Twitter account, but it's just it's everything that they're doing off the court and social media wise is just it, it just reflects exactly what they look like on the court, which is dysfunctional, completely dysfunctional and just like completely removed from each other. Yeah, that's really the biggest issue with them is like it's just, it all adds up. They don't the, they don't wake up for these games like they just lost in the Nets. Yeah, they, they don't wake up for these games and that's an issue. It's a major it and it's. Like how much of that goes on LeBron? How like how much is LeBron responsible for that? That's a hard question. How much of it is on Tyron Lue? How much of it, like Tyron Lue had this? It's he's a first year head coach. I think it's on LeBron as far as the leadership goes. I think it's yeah. on Tyron Lue with the fact that like they put him as the coach and immediately they started like all the they started like leaking all the stuff like oh he's gonna hold guys accountable and stuff and then LeBron walks out in the middle of a game while there's still time yeah. left and they're getting blown out and. You know, where's the accountability there, huh, Tyron Lue? It's on the rest of the Cavs for not taking the season seriously enough to the fact that, like, you guys want to win a championship? Then why aren't you coming out there every night with, like, the with that desperate mentality LeBron wants? Like, it's just, it's an entire crap show of everything involved. And it's a lot of talk. Like, we've heard how many quotes from LeBron saying, like, early in the season, he talked about, oh, this is, this we're going to revolve the offense around Kevin Love. And I laughed. I was like, okay, uh, go for it. Like, that's not going to work. Not when you have LeBron James, not when Kyrie Irving is the point guard. Um, and then that that faded away, and then you see LeBron. We need to show desperation. Like, how many quotes of like of that have we heard? Kyrie Irving earlier in the season was on uh, one of the Vertical podcasts and talked about how he, he's learning to step up as a leader, and I had seen no leadership from Kyrie. Like, at some point, does one of the other Cavs players just, like, approach LeBron and just be like, what's happening here? What are you doing? Why did you unfollow the Cavs Twitter account? Why aren't you playing music in the locker room? What's going on here? And it's dumb. Like this all sounds dumb, but the way he like expresses things is so weird. Like we've seen him in the past, the way he like talks to people and the way he uh, tries to like spread messages is through like these all these cryptic ways. Yeah. Why is he being so cryptic? Like, why not just it? It his leadership style is is not working. I don't know if it necessarily. Like, it's funny, and we talked just, about. And it's funny. Did you did you see uh, Carmelo Anthony's comments? Where he was like, he said he laughed at like Lebr- all the drama going around with LeBron. The guy in New York playing for yes on, with James playing for James Dolan's team said that. That's that says that says everything right there. So apparently they have a group text. Yes. I need to. Know, I haven't read the article. I need to know more about this group text. Okay, really quick before we get to the group text. My whole I think Jason Concepcion for the Ringer, aka Network on Twitter, as we all know him by, started wrote this piece for the Ringer newsletter about Dad LeBron, and I think it was, <laughs> I think it was spot on how just like that's what LeBron's leadership style is Ben. He's almost just like the dad to all these guys. He's not mad at them. He's not, he doesn't like, he doesn't like say verbatim or directly like, this is what we need to do to get better. Like at least not publicly, at least like not what we're hearing. Like Kyrie, pass the ball. 
like instead he'll like subtweet people or use social media wrong like your dad would or <laughs> um just like i think it was spot on like it's not that he's mad he's just disappointed and he just like gives these like disappointed looks and like like removes removes the music from the pregame and it's just like what's going on and he's just like you're grounded i don't know and and that's it so i think it was perfect so great great job network jason concepcion for the ringer worth worth uh reading but yeah apparently wade mellow lebron and chris ball have a four-person group text that's been going on forever where they just the where they basically will like call each other out or offer people support this is all in the howard beck piece for bleach report and you know if uh you know if lebron james you know passes the ball to a teammate and the and at the end of the game, they'll be like, yo, LeBron, that was the right player. LeBron, you got to shoot that next time. Stuff like that. That's basically the group text. And they just BS. keep in touch they, all season. They, that group text is, like, filled with some of the funniest things of, like ever that we will never see. Probably. There's a lot of stuff in there that I'm sure LeBron and Melo weren't telling Howard Beck. Uh, I, I Probably making fun of Chris Paul for his commercials. Text. I need to see that group text. Sending... Uh, sending Dwayne Wade like links to Amazon for women's clothing. <laughs> That's what I would do if I had Dwayne Wade's phone number. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of the things they would talk about. I just it must be much. It must be a lot like the hardwood paroxysm Gmail thread, <laughs> but for those four guys, far more chaotic. There there are days where the HP thread could get pretty chaotic. I just think, okay. like, during the season, they're really busy, but, like... I think they're, like, taking pictures and videos of, like, them in clubs and... Oh, for sure. And then uh, probably planning on uh, banana boat trips. Oh, my God. That is my favorite picture of anything <laughs> ever. Ever pick any picture ever. Okay, that's not true. The Knicks Tiny Table is my favorite thing. <laughs> followed by the banana boat. So, Yeah. I don't know. Do we call so they they call themselves the Brotherhood? I think it's cool. LeBron says he wants to play with them. What are we, Wes? What are we? We are the. I don't know. You came up with Silverberg earlier. <laughs> we're not on a. We're not we're on a silver good bar. Role. Silver bar. There we go. <laughs> so we are we are original here at Silver uh, Barn. At podcast, we are a podcast to be named later. (laughs) That perfectly describes just how original we are. Yeah, we we're gonna figure it out later. Well, I think that wraps us up. So, uh, good job, Chris. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, You could follow Chris on Twitter. You could follow me on Twitter. Uh, Find the HP Basketball Podcast Network on Blog Talk Radio. You could find this podcast, and you could find a lot of other great podcasts over there. And uh, check out our writing at the Friendly Bounce and HarvardProxism.com, and we'll catch you next time.